Welcome to the Destiny Church and Throne Podcast, where we hope to inspire, stir, and provoke you to know Jesus and make Him known in your daily life. Enjoy! Perfect! Yeah, I feel like that really broke off a lot of shame for people, so... <laughs> no longer the walk of shame. It's like... It's like, well, we know who blew it up. Well... <laughs> uh, and... Yeah, this is awesome. Um, I mean, it's, it's for real, though, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, so I'm hungry, you guys. Hungry, literally and spiritually. And so uh, that's really what I want to talk about is being hungry. A lot of, so y'all who were with me yesterday already know pretty much what I'm going to say. But, um, yeah, y'all, the Lord is really setting up a table of unity in our city, like, something like we've been praying for like we're are really like we're really starting to see it and i think it's so awesome like these uh conferences we've been invited to partner with the past two months it's like think like what we've prayed for and matter of fact johnny and i were talking about this uh the other day but like he's had such a heart to partner with local pastors and it's so he's been like kind of trailblazing this desire for a few years and so I think that if I hadn't seen how much it, how much he valued it, I would have never valued it. And now the Lord's like opened the door for me to actually go in with other women pastors in the city. And, uh, and I just see the Lord like just setting up this table of unity, you know, and, uh, and it actually just kind of goes with this vision the Lord gave me a couple of weeks ago of like sitting at a table with other believers and like helping them, like them sharing their dreams. And it's like us understanding that like, Hey, I am a, I'm like a tool in your dream. Like, I want to help you. Like, because it's not just about you. It's not what you want. It's what God's placed in you. And so I really see the Lord just establishing unity in our city, in our homes, in our churches that is going to be like, I'm not jealous or competing with what God wants to do in you. You know, like, because it's not about us. It's about him. So it's like what he's calling you to do. I'm going to, hey, I have these giftings. Let's partner together and let's advance the kingdom, right? Like I'm partnering with his desires, even though they necessarily weren't mine. But because I value him and I know the father's heart, it's like I'm going to partner with your desires and we're going to advance the kingdom because it's all about Jesus, right? Um, did somebody say no? <laughs> I was like, we're going to do a a call for salvation first. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I've just been in this place. uh, Hey, that coffee cup has coffee in it. It's spilled or it's dipped over. But it looks like it was like, okay. No, I didn't get on the floor, though. Yeah, it's like bent in the perfect way. If we're recording, I apologize. Um, (laughs) um, So, yeah, I've been in this place over the past few months where I've just been very hungry. I've been so hungry. And it's been to a place where I was actually at the Heidi Baker conference. The Lord really, uh, that's when it began, because he really pressed on my heart just this, this sudden fear of the Lord in a way where I began repenting for being satisfied. And I just, I haven't been the same ever since. And so uh, my heart is that we all get hungrier today. Because the Lord is setting a table. And if we're not hungry, we're not going to stay at the table or we're not going to come to the table, right? Because we come to the table to feast. And so I've been in this place of repenting like, Lord, if I'm satisfied, then I'm not hungry. Because if I'm full, then there's, I'm not hungry. We can easily fall into the, into the trap of getting full on the things of the world. 
right? If we're not guarding, if we're not guarding our heart and truly positioning ourselves at the table to get filled on him, right? Like, if we're not getting full on him, we can easily feast on the things of the world, and it will fill us up to this place where we're satisfied on something that's not him. And so I've been, I've been like, Lord, make me hungry. Like, I don't want to get up from the table. I want to stay in this place where I'm continually feasting. Like that scripture uh, Johnny brought up earlier where he says, I am the bread of life. You know, and it's like, it's so important that we know, like, what we're feasting on, what we're filling ourselves up on, because we're always filling ourselves up on something, something. And so, uh, it's like a bunch of guys, like, all, oh, except, sorry, I'm excited to see you. It's like, they're all lined up, <laughs> like pillars in the back. But, uh, once again, I'm sorry for, are we recording? Okay, I'll, I'll, I'll act right then. I'm so sorry. <laughs> um. It's so hunger. But uh, something I've been asking the Lord is like, Lord, like show me, show me more about hunger, you know, and like something specifically the Lord's been just revealing to me in this is something that goes hand in hand with being hungry is having eyes to see and ears to hear. And so you may be thinking why, and I believe it's because they're gates. These are ways we fill ourselves up. Like what are we filling ourselves up with? And I want to share, I'm just kind of jumping around in this because I'm not going to share everything. But uh, Jesus says in Matthew 13, he tells his disciples, the the people that did life with him and were with him all the time, right? They saw every side of Jesus. They were in his presence. And these are the people closest to him. So this is is us, right? We're the ones doing life with him. And so he's saying, blessed are y'all because y'all have the eyes to see and blessed are your ears because they hear. And so, like, when we're doing life with Jesus, he's saying that blessed are your ears, blessed are your eyes, because you see and you hear me, right? These are things that even, like, Abraham, even though he was, like, the, the father of many nations, it was, he was the one who was accounted righteousness, right? Like, he didn't have this privilege that we have. And it comes from that place of being intimate with the Lord. The Passion Translation says in Proverbs tw- uh, twenty twelve that the lovers of God have been given eyes to see and ears to hear. Ever since I asked if we were live and you said yes, now I feel nervous. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Eyes to see. Like, he has to have our gaze, y'all. He has to have our gaze. Like, that's how we fill up on him, right? And the more we see him, the more we begin to come, become like him because we become what we behold. Um, I'll share another our quick little story. So, Blind Bartimaeus. Y'all know this story? (laughs) Someone reads their Bible. (laughs) Okay, so Jesus and his disciples are walking, and they're going into this city, and Bartimaeus is blind, and he's sitting on the ground, and he hears that Jesus is coming, and he begins to holler, like, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And the people around him are, like, hushing him, like, telling him to be quiet, but he gets louder. And he's like, Jesus, have mercy on me. And he catches the attention of Jesus, and Jesus is like, bring him here. And so now all the same people that are telling him to be quiet are like, okay, you got called. (laughs) You can come over here. And so what does he do? He he jumps up, and he he throws off his coat, okay? And he goes to Jesus, and Jesus says, your faith has made you whole. And then that, then it says that he instantly began to follow Jesus down the road. 
And so two things I felt were very uh, vital in this story about what I'm talking about today is the first thing, it's like faith comes by hearing. Like he heard Jesus was near and he, and by doing so, his faith is what made him whole. Okay, because faith comes by hearing. And so he heard Jesus and he responded to him and it ended up giving him what he needed in order to follow Jesus, right? And so we need eyes and ears to see and hear what Jesus is doing if we're going to follow him. We can't do this thing without him. We can, I mean, we can, but can we? You know what I mean? Like, we need him. The second thing I thought was just absolutely incredible is it said, like, as soon as he heard the voice of the Lord, like, like hey, you're being called, like, Jesus, Jesus is saying, come. He jumps up and he throws off his coat. Okay, his coat identified who he was, kind of like you see with like a firefighter or if you see like someone in scrubs, you know, and they're in the medical field, you know. Um, the same was back then. Beggars wore certain clothing. Priests wore certain clothing. Lepers wore certain clothing, you know. And so that was his identity, you know. And so whenever he, re he responded to the call of the Lord, by he jumped up and he threw off his, his old nature. He threw off his, who, he, who the world said he was. And he ran and he got he got what he needed right and so this shows me i think we can gather from this that our response also brings acceleration when we position our eyes to see him and our ears to hear him and so it's like us as a body like not just individuals but as the body of christ like we need to be able to see him and hear him because we need to we, we need to know his voice right like we need to see who he is and uh, we need to see his beauty, right? We become what we behold. We want to be beautiful, right? <laughs> we want to be kind. We want to be rich in mercy, right? I'm reading this uh, book, and uh, it's just been, it's been incredible. It was, someone recommended it to me, and so I read it. And I'm reading it so slowly because it's like I, I'll read a paragraph, and then I feel like I'm on the floor, like, crying or repenting. Like, it's just, it's my heart right now. I feel like like the Lord is literally just cut over my heart, and it just pours out on the paper. But uh, in this book, she talks about, um, or the author talks about, like, one of the biggest issues in the body right now is, like, people are, are looking at the church, but they're not seeing Jesus. And I was thinking, like, how true that is, you know? And, uh, and like, how people are coming into churches to find him, and all they're finding is, like, tr is culture and man's tradition. And it was like, if we, don't, if we don't feast on him, like, if we don't have eyes to see him or ears to hear him, we're not going to be able to deliver this Jesus to the world around us, right? We're going to deliver ourselves. And uh, they don't want us. We have nothing to offer without him. Like, we have nothing to offer the world aside from him. And so uh, I'm going to tie this up. Uh, I'm sorry if it was... Okay, thanks. <laughs> I'm like, I hope this makes sense. <laughs> Help me, Jesus. But uh, I'm going to go back to, and this was the scripture Johnny shared at the beginning, and this has just been burning in my heart. It's everywhere I look. Uh, in fact, he shared it. I was like, there it is again. But... Uh, Revelation 3.20, it says, Look, I stand at the door and I knock. If you hear my voice and open the door, I will come in and we'll share a meal together as friends. He's saying, look, right? We need eyes to see. 
Look, I stand at the door and I knock. If you hear, Lord, give us ears to hear my voice and open the door. I'll come in and we'll share a meal together as friends. If we are hungry enough, we will look for him and we will listen for him. Right? Because he's saying, look, I stand at the door and I knock. So if I'm hungry, I'm going to be at the table. Right? I'm going to be looking for him. And he's saying, if you're, if you're hungry, you'll hear, you'll be waiting for my, my, my knock, right? And so that's my prayer for all of us, is that we would look and listen for him to be at the door knocking, because he's wanting to come in and dine with us. There's one table, y'all. One table. And there's a seat for everyone. There's room for everyone. But it's up to us if we're going to be hungry enough to, to come to the table, right? Uh, and so that's my prayer, that we would be hungry. If you're not hungry, then get hungry. I mean, for real. For real. We're wasting time if we're not hungry. I can look back at months upon months where I wasn't hungry and I wasted so much time. I wasted time in my calling. I wasted time for the city. I wasted time for this region, for this church, because I wasn't hungry enough. And so, Lord, Father, we repent for any areas where we got satisfied on things that weren't of you. Lord, forgive us when we've been feasting on the world, feasting on things that weren't you, Lord feasting on our own desires, God, on things that didn't give us any nutrient. But Lord, I just pray, Father God, that we would run to your table and we would stay there. Lord, that we would never become satisfied, that we would always position ourselves for just wanting more, for just wanting to stay hungry, Lord, just wanting to feast on you, Lord. So, Lord, I just pray that we become just so hungry. Make us hungry. Lead us to, to, to stir up the things that make us hungry, God. To pray more, to gaze more, to listen more, to read more. God, you're so good. You're so good, and you just want to dine with us like a family. So, Father, I just ask that you just in, impart just a desire to be family with you and to every individual in this room, Lord. In Jesus' name. So, y'all, there's no complacency at his table. There's no jealousy at his table or competition. There's not a platform at his table. It's just family. I think it's so cool, like this week is Thanksgiving, and this is, like it just goes hand in hand. This past Wednesday, we were, uh, we have worship practice on Wednesdays, and this past Wednesday, we wanted to have it uh, in a home setting, just to worship together off stage, just to build intimacy as a, as a team. And the Lord, like, was just releasing songs about fam family. And it's like it's so precious to God. Family is so precious to God. 
And I just believe we're seeing a lot of, uh, we're going to see a lot of fruit in, in the area of family in this season. I feel that so strongly. Like, like if you've been praying for your family, if there's been like these desires in your heart where you're wanting to see restoration, like this is, it's, this is, it's here. This is the season. And if you haven't, then just put your eyes on Jesus and give him those things. Because just like Bartimaeus, as he threw off the old identity, like the Lord's going to accelerate those things as we look and we listen. So Lord, I just pray, Lord, if anyone here is desiring restoration in their family, Lord, I pray that as they gaze and listen to your voice, Lord, that you would accelerate the desires of their heart, Lord, that you make these things come to, to pass so quickly. So God, we just thank you for your table. I never really know how to stop or how to end. The end. <laughs> That's good.